Hi, I'm Kayleen, creator of Midwest Manifesting Mama. I am here to change the narrative around motherhood and success. I want to be an example and an inspiration that you can do whatever you put your mind to. I want you to live your life with purpose and passion, not only for yourself, but for your kids too. By becoming the best version of you, you are showing your kids and other mamas that anything is possible. Hello, we are back and I am currently holding baby today so he's kind of giving me a side eye right now but he was napping and then he's a little whiny so I'm hoping that if I hold him we'll be able to get through this whole thing before he's hungry again because I'm not gonna lie that's my life right now I live in a like three hour stretches at a time but that's okay because it's not going to be like this forever. But I wanted to just jump off of the last episode that I recorded and talk about his birth. So that's been obviously a huge thing in our lives recently is baby boy was born this July and so what happened with him oh we kind of have to go back to 34 weeks we had an ultrasound because my blood pressure had been high and um my midwife just wanted to kind of make sure everything was like he was okay still and growing okay and whatnot but we had that and everything was looking good and he was actually breech so he was butt down and they were like okay you've got you know like a few weeks we'd really like to see him turn by 36 37 and be head down so he's ready to be born and I was like okay so I'm googling a million things on what to do if baby is breech and some of the things that weren't too crazy were like you know doing some yoga poses and like downward again yeah and what were some of the other things honestly I don't even remember but a big thing that I was doing well since it was summer so I was actually doing flips in my pool and you could do like handstands too. That's what somebody told me handstands. Like you're doing handstands outside, like outside of a pool. And I was like, no freaking 30 plus week pregnant woman should be doing freaking handstands. That sounds ridiculous. Um, but I mean, in the pool, obviously you have all the water to support you or whatever. Um, so I was doing like somersaults and I actually have a pretty good, um, TikTok video of me doing that. <laughs> um, and then I got tons of like comments on there. Um, a lot of women like going through the same kind of thing. And I went back two weeks later 
for my 36 week appointment and he had turned his head down, but my blood pressure was high. It wasn't like crazy high. Uh, with my first pregnancy, I actually had preeclampsia. So I had gotten my blood pressure taken at, what was I 30? I think I was 36 weeks too. Um, and it was like 180 over 110 and they were like, yeah, you need to go to the hospital. But that's a whole nother story. So this time around, obviously I had the history of preeclampsia. They didn't want to get that far. I have been taking a baby aspirin every day since 12 weeks uh, to kind of help prevent that. But I don't, I don't remember exactly what my blood pressure was when I was 36 weeks. I want to say it was like in the 140s maybe over something. I don't remember for sure. But anyways, it was like cause for concern. And so they were like, since you've had a couple high blood pressure readings, we're really going to um, recommend that we induce you at 37 weeks. Um, assuming everything is still okay and you're not having any symptoms of preeclampsia that pop up earlier, blah, blah, blah. And honestly, I kind of was like, are you freaking serious? Like, <laughs> I was over being pregnant. I'm not gonna lie. I was very over it. Um, mamas who have had babies in July, August, September, third trimester in the summer is something else. <laughs> like it is not fun at all. It's just hot and gross. And I had my first baby in February. So that was a very different experience, but um, I don't know. They're two different experiences and they're yeah, both got their pros and cons, but I was ready to be done being pregnant and I just wanted to meet him. But obviously I just like, I wanted him to be healthy and maybe healthy and all that good stuff. And just, yeah, everyone to be healthy. So I was like, holy crap. Okay. And she's like, yep, we're gonna induce you next week and blah, blah, blah. And so I called my husband, but he didn't answer. So I was like, yeah, should I tell him or wait till I get home? And then I decided to just like, wait till, um, I got home so I could see his face, but he did call me back and I was like, I don't even know what I told him. I was like, Oh, I was just going to tell you about the appointment and we can talk about it later, blah, blah, blah. And so he got home and I was like, I think I handed him like the little induction paper and I was like, guess we're having a baby next week. He's like, are you serious? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And he was supposed to go to a bachelor party that weekend. So yeah, wasn't real thrilled about that. <laughs> but, um, he, if, that's another long story, but he didn't, um, he only went to that for a little bit just so he could, you know, go golfing with the guys and stuff. But we knew we were having a baby, but we decided not to tell anyone because like with our first one, we also got induced and we had, like we had told all of our family and everything. So like everyone knew when she was coming so we were like, well, this might be fun just to like not tell anyone. So it's more of a surprise, like if I were to actually go into labor myself. So, I mean, 
the only person I did really good. Like sometimes I'm not like good at keeping <laughs> secrets. Um, but I only told my mom and dad and my best friend, Sarah. So I, I did really good, but I think Nick told more people than I did. So I was like, what in the world? Anyways, um, I told, well, we told my parents because my mom stayed, um, with our daughter and our dogs while we were gone, which was super great and awesome. So they knew, and then, uh, we went in to get induced. It was on a Wednesday and was up super early, had to drive over. So I live in a small town. So we have to drive 40 minutes to actually deliver our baby, which is the case for a lot of people around here. Um, it seems kind of crazy. Like if you actually just like go into labor yourself and you're like, oh my gosh, the baby's coming out, but I have to drive so far to get to an actual freaking hospital that delivers babies. <sighs> That's Iowa for you. Um, anyways, we got there. We checked in and stuff I got like all my vitals done and then they're kind of like we're talking about it and we're like let's get this thing going let's get it started and they gave I started me on a little bit of Pitocin and then I had a folly balloon inserted inside of me to try to get me to dilate which if you've ever had one of those before you know that's really not fun at all and Man, I was having quite the time with the pain because they, it was going all right and my contractions were kind of like not too crazy. And I was kind of walking around, standing up a little bit more, but I had to have a baby monitor on me. Um, and then I had to have a blood pressure cuff on so that they could monitor that too. But... Uh, they ended up like increasing the Pitocin quite a bit and it just kind of like went zero to 60 real quick and I was not having fun. And I told myself, I was like, I got like IV drugs last time with my first and I honestly, I hated that. I hated how it made me feel. I didn't think it did a damn thing. Like... I don't even know why that's an option. Maybe it works for some people. I don't know, but it did not help. And it was getting real crazy. And my husband was really helpful and supportive. And we were using like, my nurse was awesome this time. I don't know. Like it really helps to have someone who knows what the hell they're doing because she brought in like, like a ball for me to sit on. And then she brought this crazy, like, I don't know. I don't remember what it was called, but it was kind of like a, a U-shape thing that they laid on top, like an inflatable, almost like a floaty that they put on top of the bed. And I could kind of like go inside or like lean inside of it. And that was actually, I don't know, that was probably the best thing that they had that I thought was really helpful to try to manage the pain. And I don't know, it just cut, it was 
it it was just getting like unbearable for me and I'm like well I don't need to be a freaking superhero right now I have the option of the epidural I didn't want to do that but the fact that I didn't go like naturally on my own again makes it a little different so they we kind of talked about it and I was like okay I was like I, I think I want to get one and so I ended up getting the epidural and then that's when they decided to check me again and see how far I was dilated and then the balloon came right out so she's like oh well that's a good sign that means, oh yes that you're dilated quite a bit and I was five centimeters so I was like oh sweet freaking like halfway there I was like this shouldn't be too bad and I was getting a little excited because I had finally been able to get a little comfortable and she's like okay let's break your water and they broke my water and a shit ton of water came out and she went to check me again and was like uh like kind of like hesitant and I was like like what's going on and she was like I don't think his head is down and I was like <laughs> like I don't think I I don't know if I said anything out loud but the look on my face was probably pretty tell telling of what I was thinking because I was like are you fucking serious like he was head down when I had gone to the doctor two days before just to get a non-stress test and make sure everything was okay and to check my blood pressure again but she was like no let's go get the ultrasound machine and they brought they like wheeled that in and you couldn't really see much when they were like trying to um see where he is like closer to like the birth canal and where he's supposed to come out um but they like moved it all the way up to like it was on my left side like up at the top and sure enough there was his freaking head and I was like are you serious I just like I started bawling because I knew that mean that meant I had to have the c-section especially since they already freaking broke my water and now I was really like halfway to you know 10 centimeters too and I don't know what they do in other areas but I know like at this particular hospital they do not deliver babies vaginally breach just because of all the risks there are to it so and I don't think a whole lot of babies end up being breached by the, the time they're 37 38 39 like not too many babies are breached and he would have had to move sometime in like a couple days which they were like did you feel it and I was like no I was like I don't think so and they're like well he could have maybe moved moved um during the induction today and I was just like really upset because it was obviously it took us down a totally different path and kind of came out of nowhere <laughs> and I <laughs> had a blood pressure reading that was like 200 over something after they told me yeah we need to have a c-section and I was just like oh my gosh and 
I remember like my biggest concern was I really wanted like skin to skin after he had came out and they were like, yep, we'll do that as soon as we can and blah, blah, blah. Everything will be okay. Like you already have an epidural, so we're just going to give you a little more medicine so you don't feel anything. And there was already a C-section going on, so I had to wait a little bit, but that gave us time to kind of prepare anyway. And it wasn't like it was like an emergency or anything. Um, so the anesthesiologist gave me some, a little more medicine and then like went to like pinch my stomach. And I was like, yeah, I can totally feel that. So <laughs> couldn't need a little more. Um, but yeah, I got to the point where I couldn't feel it. You know, you, you can, you can feel like the sensation or whatever and the tugging and pulling, but I didn't feel like the cutting. And so, yeah, we get ready. Long story short, we get into the OR. This is like, I don't know, just like all foreign and bizarre to me. And I had to have a doctor deliver him because the midwives can't do cesarean sections. So my midwife was there assisting though. And my husband was with me the whole time, which was good. And we get in there, they get me on the table and like, they have your like arms, like basically locked to the side. So you almost look like a cross and they, I don't know, it didn't take very long. I don't think, I feel like when I looked at the clock, it was like 3.30 something when we got in there and he was born at 3.38 and I could like feel him, like feel him, it seemed almost like forever when they were like pulling and they're like, oh yeah, there's this and this. And they finally pulled him out and I don't think he cried like right away, but it was like not shortly after, it was very shortly after that. And my husband saw him and then he of course is like, oh shit, that's a lot of blood. I'm like, oh, thanks. Please don't say that. Um, <laughs> but they took the baby right over to like a little, oh my gosh, I don't even know what you call it. You know, like that bassinet thing that they have that they can check all their vitals and stuff. And I was like, go over there. But the nurse told my husband to go over there and, oh, I'm going to cry. I'm going to try not to, but yeah, it was really <laughs> emotional because I didn't get to like hold him right away, but it wasn't very long afterwards. So in the OR room, after they did like his vitals and everything, and he was crying, they brought him over and laid him on my chest and like my husband held him there for a little bit. And like my first thought when I saw him was like, he looks exactly like his sister. Like it was weird, but I was so glad that he was here and he was healthy. And they were like, yeah, he's like seven pounds, which seemed like a giant because his sister was like five. <laughs> but um, they stitched me up or whatever and closed me up and we got wheeled back into the room, both of us. And then that was 
really great. Like, yeah, once we were wheeled back in the room, I had like a bajillion things hooked up to me just to make sure that I was doing all right. A nurse stayed in the room for an hour after the surgery and it honestly was not very long. And they, I got to do skim with skim with him and like nurse him and hold him and Oh, I don't know. It, which was great. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just getting emotional because it's it. It's like one of the coolest things I'll ever do. You know. <laughs> okay, I'm done. But yeah, once he was finally here, and then everything was good. He was eating like a champ. Like he was like such a good little latcher. That is not the case with our first one. So I was kind of surprised, but really happy. Like, I didn't even have to, like, with her, I had to, like, use their freaking hospital pump and do all that. And we had to, like, feed her through a little tiny tube at some point. But he did good. And we, I really didn't want anyone to come to the hospital. But we ended up, so we FaceTimed um, all of our like immediate family, like parents. So his grandparents and aunts and uncles, oops. Um, and so that everyone knew that he was here and they were like surprised and it was fun. Like it was fun to see everyone being surprised. Um, but I had kind of changed my mind and was like, okay, I do want his sister to come meet him. So that means my parents are going to come and bring her. And then, um, my in-laws were actually going on vacation for a week. So, um, it was kind of good timing for them at least that he came before. So they got to see him like when he was a day old and they brought food. So that's always a bonus too. Um, but it was really nice to, get some family in the hospital and they each of them stayed for only like an hour so it honestly was like perfect and then the next day we got to go home and he got to meet his doggies and see his house and all that fun stuff um but it was such like a whirlwind of emotions and I don't know that a majority of people who have a baby, like they have a picture of how it's going to go in their head and it ends up being like completely opposite of how they think it's going to go. Especially when it's your first one, you have no idea what the hell to expect. Um, so this being my second, I kind of, you know, I had an idea and I had more of an idea of like how I wanted it to go, but the universe had different plans for me. <laughs> um, so the recovery, the pain got a little unbearable in the hospital at times, but, um, I think, I don't know, that was probably the worst of it was in the hospital. And then the first few weeks after coming home, it was definitely different. And I want to get into that more about the first few weeks of his life and adjusting and all that and how I mentally um, went through that. And yeah, just 
it's totally different with baby number two and me having a c-section this time uh definitely made it a lot harder like a lot harder but as I'm recording this he is actually technically seven weeks old today so we have emerged out of the tunnel I think and we're we've got little routine going on and I'm feeling definitely more myself and more human um as each day goes by but I love sharing birth stories and I honestly love hearing them too like my best friend had a baby last week and she texted me everything about it, but I just, yeah, I'm so excited to hear it in person. Like I love, because everyone's is just so different and everyone experiences something different, but then there are some things that are similarities and that are the same. And you're like, yeah, holy shit, that was crazy, wasn't it? But it is crazy and it's awesome. Having a baby is definitely one of the best things I'll ever do in my life and definitely one of the coolest like if you think about it growing a freaking human is crazy yeah buddy um but he is still doing good so um this is great I am glad I got to share this and um my plan is to continue to kind of to share um how the first few weeks went um, for mostly me and him, and then like as a family as well. Um, if you can relate, um, totally reach out. Um, but yeah, this was baby number two's birth story. And we'll talk to you again soon.